0: DJ and PK, we are broadcasting live right now. We are at BYU Football Media Day. We're here. All the shows all day long will be here. And we are talking a little BYU football right now with the offensive coordinator, Jeff Grimes. It is year two. It's almost a cliche, but I think it's cliche because it's always too true. Does year two just feel so much better than year one? Guys know what they're supposed to do. You're speaking the same lingo. You're on the same page. Way easier than getting to know everybody and installing everything
1: certainly yeah we're we're excited about that and you know football is a sport I, I don't know I've, I've never coached another sport or even been good enough to play another sport really but um, I think strategy because strategy matters so much in football experience matters um, maybe a little bit more than it does in other sports particularly at positions like quarterback and the offensive line and so The other part of that experience is experience within the system. So we have both of those things coming back. we got experience within the system and guys who have played. And so, yeah, I certainly feel better about where we are. Um, Nonetheless, we got a lot of good people to, to play against. I think people want to know the status of Zach Wilson as far as him being able to be
2: ready when you start camp in August.
1: I think he will be all indications to this point are that he's doing great. He tells me it's it's going well he 's got uh, progression that he's following doctor's protocol keeps him within a certain um, within certain parameters each week and and he 's making progress and um, I, I think there's no question he'll be ready to go.
0: of course, he needs receivers. His top receiver last year was Matt Bushman tight end led the team in catches yards yards per catch and all that but with tight ends there's always a question how effective are they in the run game do you see matt evolving growing becoming a a a complete tight end
1: yeah i do um unfortunately he also missed spring ball and so there's not much um there wasn't a lot of progression necessarily this spring but his progression during the fall was one that went from being a guy like a lot of guys who play tight end nowadays a guy who was basically a receiver in high school and then was talented enough as a true freshman just to catch a bunch of passes and then the next year okay now we need you to become a complete player And I think he certainly progressed in that regard last year. But I'm looking for him to take a a big jump uh, this season. Do you
2: think that with the offense that you had installed for Zach Wilson, now that he has that experience of five, six games, whatever it is, and then he hasn't been on the field in spring ball, but I'm sure he's been with you and in the film room and all that stuff, do you think the offense will expand significantly significantly? based on his comfortability and knowledge and experience?
1: Yeah, I do. I think um, we will – you know, certainly we made a change when he became the quarterback along with some other things that took place last year, and we were playing to his strengths and to the strengths of our team. Um, but when you make a midstream switch like that in the middle of a the season, there are only, there's only so much you can do. And right. so there will be, there'll be some things, and we've spent a lot of time – this offseason as a coach and staff discussing what's the next step for us. Um, and even though Zach hasn't been um, able to actually throw, he's, just, he, he's such a gym rat. I think he's made up for that just by watching film and spending a ton of time um, behind the scenes, studying the game, and um, I really think that'll pay off. And I think even though he hasn't been able to throw this spring, I think he'll be a significantly better player this fall than he was last year.
0: Every quarterback needs a good running game and a good running back. Can you take us through the whole process? How do you end up getting a graduate transfer from South Carolina?
1: <laughs> well, it was interesting with with the grad transfer thing um, with, with both of the guys that we got, Emmanuel and Tyson, um, we, we didn't know for an extended amount of time for sure whether we'd be able to get them for two reasons. On one hand, there's their recruitment, and certainly they had other suitors. And then the other side of it is you got to get him into grad school, which is not as easy as getting a guy into an undergrad program. And so, um, you know, w- we lost um, Squally and Matt Hadley, and then. Um, another guy decided to transfer. And so we said, we, we need some help. And so let's go try to find a couple of guys. And Emmanuel obviously was a guy that, that, that AJ had a lot of, of knowledge of, he recruited him and coached him at rice. Um, and then we just continued to look at what was out there and the guys who were available and, um, just AJ found Tyson. We began to get to know him and build a relationship with him. And, and then that, that, recruiting process was not um was not unlike what it is with any recruit really at that point it's us versus a number of other people who were competing for his services and in the end we were we were able to convince him this was the best place for him. But I think both of those guys will add some experience and hopefully a different element to our run game. But we have a number of other guys that I thought had good springs so uh, that, combined with the fact that our offensive line will be bigger, stronger, and more experienced will, will make us a better run team. And then if we're able to throw the football better, which I'll be shocked if we're not able to, um, then that should make our run game better. When, obviously, when a defense um, is able to make you one-dimensional or key on one thing over the other, then it makes the, the other element much more challenging. You got a kid, Jeff, and Jaron Hall
2: that we've seen just tantalize us on the practice field. And we've seen him tantalizes on the baseball field. And uh, the kid is just an exceptional athlete. And so he gets the year back. So there's a class difference between him and Zach by one year. Zach will be a sophomore. Hall will be a redshirt freshman. Uh, So if it plays out, I mean, you want your starting quarterback to be healthy the whole time. Uh, Do you have any way that you can get Jaron out on the field in the meantime? Yes. And
1: what is that? (laughs) <laughs> um, to be determined. <laughs> uh, I think that'll, that, that'll obviously, I mean, Jaron's one of the best uh, skill players that we have. Right. And um, when you have a guy like that, it, it certainly behooves you to find a way to get him on the field. Um, but without going into detail, I'll just say that we'll have ways to to allow Jaron to impact our game. Um, regardless of how, how healthy Zach is.
0: Okay, that's good. Do you have enough talent and enough depth to handle a schedule that's got three Pac-12 schools, a road trip to an SEC school, three of the probably four best Mountain West Conference teams? Because this looks like a beast of a schedule.
1: It certainly is. Um, and I think we showed last year that we have enough talent to play with anybody if we play well. Um, what we didn't do is play well consistently enough to 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 play at our best every week. And again, I think that's something that that experience um, will give us. I felt like last year there was a real hunger on our team, particularly on our offense, to show that that we could bounce back from what had happened previously. I think this year there's a there's the next challenge, and that's to show that we can play with anybody on a on a more consistent basis. Um, whether we can do that every single week is obviously something that we won't know until we actually get there. And, and certainly I think that we will. And, you know, as a coach, there's only one way to take it. And that's, it's obviously a cliche, but you really do take them one week at a time. Um, But I think our, our experience and another year in the weight room with Nu and Justin and AJ and all those guys, um, I think that'll make a significant difference for us in terms of 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 what we can show there but it it is a, it is a challenge and We'll obviously know what we're made of by the end of September. So we have looked at BYU, and you know, DJ and I have been around forever. We were here
2: your first time many years ago, so we know a lot about BYU football. And we can talk to when BYU's offense has really been at its best, the tight end was used uh, very much so and was an integral part. And not only one tight end, but multiple tight ends that BYU's been able to put out on the field who have been outstanding. And we spoke of Bushman. We saw how he came on as the season progressed and we expect him to be able to pick up and get better but we're wondering about that second tight end Putu Tao has been a player but he hasn't been able to keep himself healthy what is his status and what do you envision as a role for him into this season
1: if he's healthy and I have no reason to think that he won't be, I, I see him um being just as good as Matt and 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 they each have their their skill set, but he's an unbelievably talented player right. and, and you saw that early last season. Um and so I'm assuming that he'll be healthy and um, he's, he 's just like we talked about with zach he 's on track he 's making progress um, but again that 's one thing you don 't really know until you get to practice but i 'm hoping that he will be and then we've we 've got a couple of other young guys um, that that haven 't necessarily played a lot but uh, we think are talented talented guys who will help us there as well but there's there 's always a challenge to get your best guys on the field, however you do that and so if it 's twelve personnel where we put two tight ends on the field, which we did a lot, particularly um, towards the end of the season last year with Matt and Dallin Holker, um, That super. That's great, and I think that's particularly if those guys can, bl- can play in condensed formations and you can spread them out it makes it more challenging for a defensive coordinator because he has to defend the quote spread game yep. as well as uh a formation that would that would make him defend eight gaps in the run game and that's a challenge I think for defenses and so I'd love to be able to play in 12 as much as possible but if our best personnel group is 12 is 11 personnel where we only have one tight end or um 21 personnel, where we have two tailbacks in the backfield, or 10 personnel with four receivers. I think our system's versatile enough that we can do that.
0: You know, uh, when you meet people, I always say this in life, whenever, and this can happen anywhere. It can happen at work, home, whatever. When you meet people and they say something that you think, then you think that person is very smart. I think you're really smart. Uh, yeah, I appreciate <laughs> that. Hey, I think you are too. <laughs> the, the, the double tight ends. You don't see it a lot because I guess there just aren't enough good tight ends to run it. But when you see it, it looks like it just crushes people. I think people here see Stanford run it a lot. And it just seems those tight ends and they're talented and they're running a linebacker and guys don't know if they're going to get blocked or if a guy's going to dip his shoulder and run by him and be open down a seam. And it just seems like why don't more teams do this? And does it just come down to the availability
1: of tight ends? There just aren't enough guys who can do it? Yeah, particularly nowadays there aren't enough tight ends who can actually block a Sam linebacker, you know, a a guy that's 6'4", 250 pounds. You just don't find a lot of tight ends who are either capable or willing of doing that because so many of them nowadays are trained. Even... I mean, if you look at the guys that we've got, I mean, they were they they played tight end supposedly in high school, but they did that just because they were bigger than most yeah. of their receivers. They were really playing a Y position, but really they were receivers. Yeah. And so they really haven't had to put their hand in the dirt and block somebody at the point of attack. And so I think there just aren't that many guys who can actually do that. Um, but again, if, if if we can play with – with Matt Bushman on the field, and he can play attached to the formation, or we can split him out by himself and see who the defense wants to cover him with, then it only it, it not only forces the defense to make a decision, but it also tips their hand a little bit in terms of what type of coverage they're going to be playing. So at your core,
2: you're an offensive lineman. And you got all sorts of experience there. How comforting is that to know that you've got a lot of guys, potentially NFL guys,
1: up front to set the tone? I feel certainly better about it than I did going into last season where we did not have much experience. Um, But we got to get better there. We got to play better in the offensive line. We need to run the football better. We need to protect the quarterback better. But again, I I think um, at that position, along with quarterback experience, probably makes the biggest difference, um, more so than other positions, for sure. Do you expect Steve Clark on the field
2: to leap into your arms like he did at Wisconsin (laughs) against Utah?
1: I hope we have a moment like that somewhere this season because that was kind of (laughs) cool. Because I captured that with my camera phone. (laughs) Yeah, that was um – that was a fun moment. <laughs> I saw him running
2: and he just and you're much bigger than he is and leaping in the arms. That was an incredible victory.
1: Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun. And I think again it, it it um it was just one win. Um and when you don't win as many as you'd like to, you look back on it at the end of the season and you say, Man, we need a few more of those. But once again I think it, it told our players that we can play with anybody if we played our capability.
0: Jeff Grimes, BYU Offensive Coordinator, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for joining us here at BYU Football Media Day.
1: Hey, you bet, guys. And you're very smart. Thanks, you too.
0: <laughs> DJ and PK. We're coming back with Liza Tuyaki Defensive Coordinator. Stay with us.